This is Cultivating Convos with the Ohio Department of Agriculture. And it's fun to have everyone else kind of get a little insight into what we do. Farmland forever. Actually, that was the next question I was going to ask you. Shelby, <laughs> let's wrap <laughs> this thing up. <laughs> Welcome everyone to Cultivating Convos, Ohio Department of Agriculture's weekly podcast. I'm Shelby Croft and uh, with me is Megan Harshberger. Hello everyone. Hello listeners. Welcome back. Uh, we appreciate you always coming back to chat and listen uh, with us and today gobble gobble shelves. We're talking turkeys. <laughs> Turk alerts. Love a yes. good turkey on Thanksgiving. I don't think actually, I mean, Megan, I don't think there's any food we've covered that you don't like or I don't mm -hmm. like. So that's just, fair. You like to talk food. I think that's, that's, I think that's been point. established. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we're talking, we're going to talk turkeys today. So, you know, Ohio turkey production. This is a very busy time of year for turkey producers um, across Ohio right now. That is for sure. We are all getting ready. And you were saying you do cook the bird every year. Yes. The last couple of years, I've started to prep said bird. <laughs> I'm taking out all the giblets. <laughs> <laughs> not not a fun process for me um and then we brine the bird overnight and then we cook her the next day yeah i cooked one turkey one year and we ate five hours later than we expected to yeah <laughs> was it dry i think, I think it was 10, 10 30 p.m we were we were, oh, no. we were setting the table so oh, you know, no. i've been relieved of turkey duties ever since so well you know whip up something else you'll be fine <laughs> okay right. we are very happy to welcome uh, our guest this week is Jim Chikaris. He's the Executive Vice President of the Ohio Poultry Association. Welcome, Jim. Good morning, everyone. It's great to be here. We appreciate having you, Jim. Um, if you just quickly, maybe for some people who don't know what the Ohio Poultry Association is, give us just a quick Cliff Notes uh, overview of what you do over there. Well, we, um, the Ohio Poultry Association basically represents all poultry farms in the state of Ohio. As I like to say, we cover everything feathered. And so we represent the egg laying farms, turkey farms, and the broilers or the chicken meat production farms. And there's also a few quail, a handful of ducks, some pheasants, but but mainly it's eggs, turkey, and chicken in Ohio. And Jim, I don't know if everyone realizes, the poultry industry is, is really big, really large here in Ohio. Yeah, we are, and you know, we we are the second largest egg producing state. We are currently, um, depending on how you look at the numbers, eighth or ninth in turkey production, and so we have um, far more um, birds than we have people in Ohio. Oh, oh my, that's something to think about. We're outnumbered. <laughs> you know, and, and the other thing is to look at is you know the number of. Um, you know, jobs that, that we create in Ohio and, and the overall economic impact. You know, if we if we look at, you know, turkey production alone in the state of Ohio, it's it's around 22,000 jobs. And, you know, we're looking at over a billion dollars in earnings every year. So so in addition to it being a great option for your Thanksgiving dinner and and lunch and dinner every day of the year, it's it's also helping to um, you know be a big player and stimulate Ohio's economy. And we know that our farmers and producers are busy really 
all year round, um, but especially right now, our, our turkey producers are, are really ramping up. They're really busy. Yeah, and, and you know, it's interesting in Ohio that we do have, you know, a lot of, um, of, of turkey producers in the state. But, you know, a lot of our production is Cooper Farms, which is over in um, West Central and Northwestern Ohio. And Cooper Farms, you know, raises um, six, seven, you know, million turkeys a year. But all of those turkeys are further processed. So it all goes into your turkey deli meat or your turkey burgers. Cooper Farms is one of the, the biggest um, turkey burger purveyors in the United States making your turkey burgers. But we do have some farms like Bowman and Landis Farms um, near New Carlisle, Ohio, which produce those Thanksgiving and Christmas turkeys. And they also have turkey year round in their local markets there and in their farm store. But also it's a, um, it's a great option for your holiday bird if you're looking for an Ohio product. And Jim, you were saying that that if someone doesn't buy a Landis and Bowman turkey, it may it probably came from out of state. I mean, that's how big they are. Yeah, Bowman and Landis is, you know, their turkeys are available all over, but yet, you know, they they are a relatively smaller producer. And so we don't have enough of their turkeys to go around. So, you know, when it comes to turkey production, we really don't have state borders in terms of what's available and what's local. You know, there's a lot of turkey production in Indiana and Virginia and Minnesota and North Carolina. Those are the big states. And I think when we talk turkeys, a lot of people relate that immediately to Thanksgiving. But Jim, you were just saying the majority of turkeys are not raised for Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know, if you look nationally, there will be a significant percentage of them, but especially when we look in Ohio, that number is about 97% of all the turkeys raised in Ohio are going into some type of further processed product, whether it be, again, turkey sausage, turkey bacon, you know, who doesn't love a good turkey burger? So, so those are the options. So I have a question, you know, a lot of people debate frozen versus fresh. Is that reflected in the industry? I mean, what do you see as far as the demand for both of those? You know, I think it's equally um, available. You know, I think by far a fresh turkey is easier because you don't have to go through the thawing process. And the number one thing that we always stress at Thanksgiving is food safety. And we want to make sure that you thaw your, you store your turkey correctly, you thaw it. So, you know, think about, you know, it's going to take, you know, about one day in the refrigerator to thaw three to five pounds of your turkey. So plan accordingly. And if you're, you know, wait till the last minute, you can thaw it outside of the refrigerator, but there's right and wrong ways to do that. Just don't let it sit out. Don't put it in your oven. Um, you know, go ahead and fill a clean sink with cold water and put your turkey still in the wrapper that it comes in when it's frozen into the sink. And about every 30 minutes, you're going to want to drain that water and refill it with cold water because you're going to want to gradually lower that temperature. And, and that's going to take about one pound uh, every 30 to 60 minutes. So um, plan accordingly. And, you know, this year everybody's scared of whether or not they can find a turkey, but we know there's turkeys out there. You just maybe, if you want a 16 pounder, you may have to buy a 14 or an 18, or you might buy fresh versus frozen. Just plan accordingly. So that's the advice we have for everyone. Jim, Terry Gerhardt, our 
chief yes. of our division of food safety is gonna be really happy with you today. Yes. Very good. You know, we're all about the food safety. You know, we wanna make sure that that everyone is doing it. And you're gonna to wanna to make sure to cook that turkey thoroughly. And you're gonna want that thermometer to read at least, you know, 165 in the breast and 180 in the thigh or the leg into those meatiest portions. So invest in a good meat thermometer. That's the number one thing I always tell people when they're wanting to make sure they're cooking their food properly is invest in a good thermometer. I would say too, we could quickly talk about if you're frying a turkey, let's be careful there as well. Yeah, who doesn't love a good um, a good fried turkey? But just make sure you've practiced with water in that fryer and you've used your bird to know how much water it displaces. So then when you fill it with oil, you know how much oil to use. Make sure that you're not around any buildings, that that fryer is not sitting on a deck or a, or a wooden surface or close to the house. Because just in case you get that flare up, we are dealing with, you know, usually an open flame and with hot grease, and let's just all be really careful. Yes, I love the fried turkey. I would never attempt to do to to make it myself, but <laughs> uh, just out of curiosity, Jim, are you the one who cooks the turkey at Thanksgiving? Every year, every year, and I usually this time of year end up cooking um, oh four or five turkeys. Oh there my. Yeah. Because we do and There's we do it for different, you, you know, obviously media events or photo shoots or something. And, and, you know, a lot of times people are going to, and especially this year with folks getting vaccinated and larger groups happening, we're inviting more people to dinner. And let's say you're having 20 people for dinner. And so you think you need to cook a 24 pound turkey. Well, okay, but that takes a lot of oven space. That takes a big pan and that takes a lot of time. I tell people, and what I do is I cook two turkeys. So I cook a turkey the day before, maybe a 14 pounder, and I slice that turkey and I put it on a, on a sheet tray or in a, in a roasting, flat roasting pan, and I cover it with a little broth or gravy, put that in the refrigerator, and then the next day I'll cook my turkey so that it's beautiful and sitting you know, on the counter when everyone walks in and goes ooh and ah, but then half my work is done because one, that turkey didn't take as long that day so I can enjoy some time with my friends and family. And then secondly, I just warm up that other turkey and then I've got plenty of meat to go home and who doesn't love Love leftovers for turkey in the next few days. Heck yes. Jim, wow. this is amazing. Yeah, I feel like we just got the inside tips and tricks. I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh, I feel like this is an inside secret. I feel so happy. We <laughs> literally just got like the Martha Stewart of turkeys on here. <laughs> you know, it would, it would be, um, you know, it, it's fun and, you know, don't be afraid to try different things, try different flavors. Um, go to ohiopoultry.org and we've got a few recipes on there for you to try. And, you know, my, my favorite is a bourbon brine turkey. And I kind of use a bourbon glaze on it then, you know, following in some of those trends. And um, so you can do many different things. I have to say, I love how many recipes the Ohio Poultry Association puts out. I see that. I take note. Well, They're you know, very we do that because we think people love food people connect through food and to us that's the best way to connect our farmers to the people that are enjoying the food and so we want to share what we can and um encourage people to try new things have fun with your food so i have, I have 
Another question then, what are your favorite sides? What actually goes best with turkey? I love stuffing or dressing. I, I don't want to care which way you call it, it's delicious. Um, <laughs> cornbread, various different types of bread, stuff it in the bird, cook it separately. My preference is to cook it separately because I think it cooks quicker, it cooks more thoroughly, and then it doesn't add that extra cooking time to your turkey. Um, I'm a big fan of sweet potatoes. Um, I always love finding new ways to, to prepare sweet potatoes and, and plenty of veggies, um, Brussels sprouts, um, uh, many different things. I've got a friend that always brings spaghetti squash casserole to like a friend's giving. And so that's something that's new and different from a different type of culture. And so, you know, I always say, try two or three of your traditional favorites. You know, everyone's gonna love the mashed potatoes and the stuffing and, and whatever goes with it and homemade um, rolls and bread and all of that. But then add something new for each year to try something different and to showcase that to your family. And then dessert is your place to shine, you know, and that's where we can use from my other side, lots of eggs. Mm -hmm. Because everyone thinks that we sell more eggs at Easter, but really the big egg holiday is Thanksgiving and Christmas because of all the baking. Mm -hmm. So, you know, try all of the different desserts and, you know, so there'll be something different for, for everyone to share. I, um, my mom is a great pie baker. Um, she makes pumpkin pie. She makes the best apple pie, but my favorite pie she brings to Thanksgiving is a pear cranberry pie. Oh, that sounds so yeah. good. Yeah. And we actually have a surprise guest who just joined us now. We're so, so thankful. Is this Drew? Yes, it is. Thank you very much for having me. And I apologize for being a little late. That's all right, Hi, Drew. We are, we are happy to have you. We were just discussing all of the good food that you can eat at Thanksgiving. We'll actually turn things back to you. So Drew Bowman, he is joining us to talk a little bit more on the production side and that sort of thing. Now, we are assuming you're late today because you're so busy this season. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. It's a very busy time of year for us. Uh, but so far, things are going very well, and we're excited for uh, a strong Thanksgiving season. Um, Drew, could you just real quick um, talk to us about, um, you know, the company and, and what you guys do? Absolutely. So, yes. So, I am with Bowman and Landis Turkey Farm. Uh, we're a family farm. There are two families involved. I'm a Bowman, and we have Landis's uh, on the other side of the family. Uh, I'm a third generation in the family business, and we specialize in uh, raising free-range turkeys, meaning they have access to the outdoors and the pasture land. Uh, all of our turkeys are raised without any antibiotics ever, and they're fed a vegetarian diet with no animal byproducts. And we also raise some non-GMO project verified turkeys. Um, and so a big part of our business is raising uh, fresh turkeys uh, for Thanksgiving and, and cr the Christmas season as well. Um, we have a wide range of further processed products as well, but this time of year we're really geared up uh, for uh, holiday whole bird uh, turkey production for uh, the Thanksgiving and Christmas holiday. So Drew, how, how many turkeys do you sell this time of year? Well, we raise about 75,000 turkeys uh, for the fall season for Thanksgiving and Christmas, and uh, we'll sell a lot of those, but not all of them. We'll, we'll use some of those for some of our other turkey products as well. So just to be clear, there will be no shortage of turkeys, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bowman and Landis will have plenty of turkeys available for the consumer. Uh, we're, we're expecting it to be a strong holiday season. We're already seeing a lot of interest. And I think uh, because of what's out in the news, I think a lot of people are ordering early. And so, you know, we just encourage people to, to reserve their turkey early if they're ordering directly um, from Bowman and Landis turkeys to make sure they can get the size that they're looking forward to having for Thanksgiving. 
What's your largest size turkey? The largest uh, size turkey category we have would be a 27 pound plus turkey. So we'll have a few turkeys that will be a little over 30 pounds. So it's a really big turkey. Whoa, baby. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's one big oven as Jim was saying earlier. (laughs) That is a big oven. So by the time Thanksgiving comes around and, and Christmas, are you turkeyed out or do you, do you cook the turkey or host the, the holidays? <laughs> My parents normally host the holidays. So as you may imagine, uh, for being a turkey farmer, we take Thanksgiving pretty seriously. So <laughs> we typically have a lot of extended family in town. Um, and especially this year, since uh, we didn't really get to have the gatherings uh, as we normally would last year with the pandemic. So uh, we're really looking forward to uh, celebrating Thanksgiving as a, a large extended family this year. Yeah, that's great. Us too. I, I can't wait. I can't wait for the holidays and to eat. Of course, you guys, you know, absolutely. I love <laughs> 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 Megan and I are the consummate Italians. It's all we talk about is food. <laughs> like, like quite literally. I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah. Food is mentioned in every podcast to some, in some way, shape or form. <laughs> I'm trying to think anything else, guys, you want to add about turkey season? Drew, how many generations of Bowman and Landis have been raising turkeys in Ohio? So so Bowman and Landis, we're on to our fourth generation. So I'm a third generation, but on the Landis side of the family, uh, they are into their fourth generation. So we actually have three generations actively involved. And uh, the one of the first generation members is uh, still uh, living, but he is now uh retired after a long-served time here at the farm. Is there a story as to how the families came together? There is. um, The Cliff Notes version would be uh, my grandfather's brother was raising a few turkeys uh, on our family farm, and he he decided that he wanted to move to California. So he asked my grandfather if uh, he would like to start raising turkeys on our farm as he was moving to California. And my grandfather wanted to have a business partner. He didn't want to do it alone. And so he knew Mr. Landis. Um, And so they joined forces, forces, excuse me, as a partnership. And we're still uh, running it as a partnership between the two families today. Wow. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. You love to hear it. (laughs) Yep. We're excited to keep going and we hope we can keep going for many generations to come. That's wonderful. We hope so too. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that's about the time that we have today. Thank you, Jim. Thank you so much, Drew, for coming on also. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you. And happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yes. Happy Happy uh, holidays upcoming. And everyone stay safe out there this holiday season. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Cultivating Convos is created by ODA's communications team. Make sure to hit subscribe to get the latest episodes in your feed and like ODA on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for up-to-date news about agriculture in Ohio.